I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. He's Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we... Do we get a people? Yes, they want very special guest joining us later, Mariah Rose. But first, we have to discuss tonight's play in tournament games between the seven and eight seeds. It is going down right across the river in Brooklyn, where KD and the Nets will be hosting the Cavs. I expect the Nets to run away with this one. What do you see happening, Mr. Rose? I see no room for error. And when you're in a play-in game, that's a sudden death situation in a lot of ways, which means there has to be a sense of urgency. I anticipate Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are going to play with that urgency. Yes. As two champions, this is the stage they wanted. This is why Kyrie left playing with LeBron, left playing with Boston. This is why KD left playing with the Splash Brothers to be on this stage. And now Brooklyn is here. For a young Cavs team, they've outplayed expectations already. They have. have. Garland is in the conversation for most improved, became an all-star this year. Um, Mobley got my vote for rookie of the year. Over Cade? I'm, I'm just too unbiased. I mean, but I but but I but I, ha, I, ha, I have to reward winning. I, I really do. And his dominance as it related to blocking shots and playing defense and changing shots to go with Garland really ascended the Cavs team. They're gonna miss Allen. Mm-hmm. And I know how much you love Jared Allen. I loved I've loved Jared Allen since You love Jared missed. Allen the when way he, he was loves involved video in games. the trade. When he was involved in the trade, you I was cried. like, wait a second, what? Jacoby cried. Like, wait a second, what? They're gonna Jared Allen? Everybody else is like, what? Jacoby's like, Jared Allen's good, and you're right. And he's been phenomenal this year. So I'm happy for J.B. Bickerstaff, their coach, to get them in this situation. But like you, I think the Nets prevail. The the Cavs and the Bulls are kind of the same to me. They started hot, they exceeded expectations, and then they were hit with injuries and everything just fell apart. And the Cavs down the stretch have just sputtered to the finish line. I mean, they were up high in the standings in the Eastern Conference, and now they're in the eighth seed in the play-in, traveling to Brooklyn. I think they lose to the Nets this evening, but... I could see the Cavs beating the 9 or 10 mm, seed when that second game really? comes around. But let's not get ahead of ourselves wow, because great theater. we have another 7-8 matchup, this time in the Western Conference. And another team that has exceeded expectations, the Minnesota Timberwolves. And yeah. They have quietly been playing some really good basketball, especially after the All-Star break. Big Cat, shout to him. Mm-hmm. Now, as a big, just think about this. Talk about a skill level. He's won the skills competition at the NBA All-Star Weekend. No, it doesn't mean much much to me. The skills competition, well, dog. That's what I know, I know. We're, we're, we're saying accolades. Chess pass. We're giving away accolades. He said he won the skills competition. Well, but continue, continue. When the last time you made a pass without doing a turnover? You do a lot of behind-the-back turnovers. <laughs> Don't, so I, yo, my Caucasianness will, will throw some thumbs-down chest passes. White guys will do that thumbs-down chest pass. Thumbs-down. Outlet, outlet, outlet. <laughs> And, and, and so for Big Cat, I'm happy for him. Um, it seems like um, uh, 
they've gotten a level of toughness from Patrick Beverly and Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. D'Lo has always been skilled, been a clutch performer. And so they now are in position to change the narrative about what's happened with their team the last couple of years. Yep. So, like, we see Luka as a top five player. We see the Joker as an MVP. Is this the opportunity for Carl Anthony Towns to now ascend himself? I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. You know what? I agreed with you all the way up until you started talking about Carl Anthony Towns in the same breath as Luka. Is this an opportunity, though? That's my point. Like, it, this, this is the stage where that happens. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one thing to, to celebrate what happened during the regular season. But can Minnesota actually do something in the playoffs? Like, the Clippers they, are a good matchup for them. Oh, yeah. The Clippers are good. The Clippers are tough. But, but, can, but can I say something that I said off wax? Zubach be balling. He does. Like, let's yes, make sure when y'all watch this game, y'all remember that Jalen Rose told me Zubach be balling. No one Nobody talks about, no one talks about, about Zubach. No he one has scores, said Zubach's name into rebounds, a microphone all season long. If you get a small long. guy on him, he going to punish you, yes. elbow you, and dunk on you. Yes. Reggie Jackson be getting buckets. Man be getting buckets. Paul George is back. Look at Zubach. Look at that guy. And how about Ty Lue as a coach? Turn down the Lakers gig. Y'all don't want to pay me my bread? Cool, I'll wait. Get the Clippers gig. Have a better record than them. By miles, without without Kawhi Leonard. This is going to be a great matchup. This is going to be a great matchup. And like the Eastern Conference, I expect both of these teams to end up in the playoffs. And if I'm the Grizzlies, I don't really want to play either of these teams. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're the Grizzlies right now, Jaws coming back. The Timberwolves win this game. Next thing you know, you've got a seven-game series with the Timberwolves. That's that's a tough series. That's going six. That will be a tough series. And it, just imagine, though, Pat Beverly being an irritant, literally playing against John Morant if they were to play against one another. So playoffs. we're going to get to it, but you know my criteria for defensive player of the year, right? What's that? The person I don't want covering me. And Pat Bev is one of those players I do not want <laughs> like, covering man, get me. Off me. 94 I will get kicked feet. Off. I will get kicked out of the game <laughs> in the first three minutes if Pat Beverly is covering Denying you the ball, breathing in your face. So I know that yesterday was one of the most stressful days in the calendar for you because you had to put in your votes. I know, I know you had it, it's not just the votes that stress you out, it's locking into the system, you know what I mean? <laughs> and actually putting your votes in. And one of the most critical votes, and I'm gonna say in my lifetime, I've never seen an MVP race this I agree. close. I agree, fam. Between the three big men. Who was your pick, Jokic and Bede Giannis? I've been voting for a long time, and I'm really fortunate. I take it serious. Um, you take it very seriously. It's an, it's an honor that. to be one of the probably 150 human beings that actually vote on this. And so you got to take everything into account. You got to split hairs with these great players. Like Giannis has a better record than Embiid. His stats are just as good and not better in certain categories, but I still have Embiid higher than him in the race. Because those 40 and 10 games just stand out to me how dominant physically he's been all year. And it was great to see him play as close to a full schedule as possible. Deal with the Ben Simmons um, saga back and forth. Deal with James Harden being traded there and still leading the league in scoring like a Moses Malone did in the 80s, like a Shaquille did in the 2000s. But my winner is the back-to-back champion, the Joker. Joker. And you know how much I like Giannis. Like, I was trying to look for ways to give it to Giannis. I was. I love Giannis that much. Mm-hmm. I can make a case for all three of these players. No, no doubt. Giannis, shout, you could say shout defensively, to Devin Booker. Defensively, he's better best than Best player, best players. team. Shout to Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. The Celtics are number two seed. Uh, but, but, like, shout to Luka, the only guy 28-8. and eight. But when you're the only guy in the history of the NBA 
to have a 2,000 point, 1,000 rebound, and 500 assists. Say it again. Say it again. 2,000, 1,000, and 500. The only player the in the history of the NBA. Ever. 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 And so when that happens, that's longevity because he's playing a lot of games. Mm. That's, that's sure dominance. And how many games has he led both teams in points, rebounds, and assists. Most of them. Correct. Most of them. Just think about that. And he leads his personal team in points, rebounds, assists. Let me take a deep breath. Block, steals, and field goal percentage. <laughs> so, Jay, you mentioned six players. Which one did you leave off between Booker, Tatum, and Doncic? Ooh, I believe Tatum. Yeah. Ended up on the second. He team. had a great season. Doesn't mean he didn't. Now another one that is very close this season is Coach of the Year. I could co- I could make a case for five coaches. Literally, I could make a case for five coaches. Literally. Who did you vote for Coach of the Year? And, and by the way, shout to Ime Udoka. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because for them to be the number two seed and people were questioning his job, questioning whether they should break up, you know, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum for them to ascend the way they have has been phenomenal. Eric Spoelstra, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Um, uh, uh, Taylor Jenkins, how they play with and without John Morant for the, to be the number two seed. Monty Williams, how his team ran away with the best record in the league, and my choice ended up being Taylor Jenkins. Really? You went with Jenkins? Yeah. Okay. Because, let me tell you Interesting. why. Because Desmond Bain is only in his second season. He averaged nine last year. He averaged 18 this year. Melton is in his fourth, fifth year in the league. These are the people, Tyus Jones. These are the people that are playing the minutes when Jai's not playing. Dylan Brooks missed 68 games. Jerry talks about that. It's one thing about this Memphis season, which is underrated, is the fact that their second best player wasn't there for the majority of the time. Their best player wasn't there for a lot of Preach the time. To me. And they still ended up Preach with a two seed and, in the and Western so, Conference. And, and so Jaron Jackson Jr. deserves um, consideration for all defense and defensive player of the year. He's been an anchor down there. And so for what he's done with this team and now how they've all developed together with no player being older than 28 years of age and Steven Adams being their highest paid player, I just, I just couldn't ignore the great job that Taylor Jenkins did. He has done a great job, man. Jay. Better record than the Warriors. One thing that we're known for here at Jalen and Jacoby is being ahead of the curve. And one thing we do is we introduce our audience to people that are going to explode. It's happened time and time again on this program. It's about to happen right after this very short break. Who is joining us? What future superstar is joining us right after this? She represents the University of Georgia Bulldogs ATL stand-up. Mariah Rose of Buckets is joining us next. Jalen and Jacoby is brought to you by Burger King. Try the new Whopper Melt and decide if it's Whopper worthy. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you so much for tuning in to Jalen and Jacoby on television, but the experience does not stop there. Every single day we do podcast exclusive content for our podcast audience, so make sure you subscribe and follow our podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. I say the word podcast a lot. <laughs> Coming to you live above the Heineken River Deck here, Pier 17 in New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, who is joining us right now? My daughter, Mariah Rose. What's yes. up, everybody? Not only a terrific student and represents the Georgia Bulldogs to the fullest and peace up, A-Town hey. down, <laughs> but she also works for Buckets and has her own show called Untitled. Yes, Mariah's Untitled Basketball Show. Tune in on YouTube. Absolutely. And she's <laughs> in New York City to cover the WNBA draft. Yes, sir. Congratulations. What was the atmosphere like? It was incredible. For it to be their first one in two years, I think, was one of the most special parts. But we were just talking about how, like, a draft is so amazing because it's, like, everybody's dreams just coming true. So, like, Mm. witnessing that, watching the moms get up and cry and just everything. But I will say I was fangirling a little bit. Rubbing elbows with Lisa Leslie. Mm. Nothing like it. Like, legendary. So, it was absolutely incredible. I had the time of my life. Is there one particular pick or one particular team that you felt like had to come up yet last night? Oh, obviously the Atlanta Dream, number one pick, Ryan Howard. I was so excited about that. I feel like bigs are evolving. I was just talking to my dad about this this morning, but it's like, you know, we had the whole Steph Curry wave of like everybody wanted to be a guard, everybody wanted shooters, but I feel like bigs are catching up with the like shooting and like being able to do more and being more versatile. So I've noticed that being the pattern. So I don't know what's going to happen when all the bigs start shooting threes from everywhere. It's like the NBA <laughs> is just going to grow to seven feet and the W is going to grow to seven feet. But Ryan Howard was definitely a come up for us. So I was happy. Jalen, I have a question. <laughs> what about the fashion? You know what I mean? That's a big part yeah. of the event. What about yeah. the fashion last night? So what I noticed was is we're moving away from Kanye West, monochrome, everybody in brown and black, other than me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I saw lots of color, lots of snakeskin. Like, everybody just pulled out the color in the sneaker game. I mean, the dunks I saw, the Jordans I saw, everybody was super fresh, so... It was dope. Mariah, you're an industry tastemaker, a brand ambassador. You have 1.5 million people following you on TikTok. And I know you saw Russell Westbrook talking about his coach, Frank Vogel. What are your thoughts on Russell Westbrook saying that his coach really wasn't vibing with him from the beginning? Well, first of all, thanks for the come up. I got 1.5. I got 4 million likes on TikTok. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not at the, oh, I'm not at the 1 million dollar. I'm sorry, not at the 1 million dollar mark yet, but <laughs> 4 million likes. So, so just got cooler. You know, you feel me? So I just had to, you know. But Russell Westbrook, look, you may not know what Frank Vogel's problem with you is, and that's fine. I, however, do. <laughs> um, you were the worst shooter in the NBA at one point. And I'm not making that up. That's not biased. Like, you literally were the worst. I watched you pass balls into the crowd. I watched you miss wide open layups to win the game. Like, come on now. All of America knows what Frank Vogel's problem was with you, mm-hmm. bro. Like, his comments, I, just take some responsibility. We love you, Russ. Just take some responsibility, please. And he never put him on the bench. Yeah. That's one thing that never happened. I felt like he should have done oh, he that. He talked about it. He it, wanted yeah. to. He never did, though. He never well, did. Well, the one time that he did come off the bench, Russ went into the postgame and said something very similar of like, 
oh, well, I wasn't playing, so I couldn't help us. But at the time, right. he was leading the league in minutes played. <laughs> I'm like, is he not reading this stuff? Like, I'm just, it, it was confusing. Mm-hmm. Well, you're from Atlanta. Yeah. And the Atlanta Hawks are involved in a play-in game tomorrow. What are your <sighs> expectations for this team? Are they going to make the playoffs? See, the way I survive as a Hawks fan is having no expectations. So I watched them beat the Suns, the Warriors, the Nets, um, the Bucks, all in person. I also watched them lose to the Pistons on a random Tuesday. <laughs> so I feel like I can't have too much faith or I'll get nervous. But I will say I believe that Trey Young's going to have a big game. It's going to be like nice to see him and Melo go at it. But I think he's going to have a big game. He loves a big stage like this. So I, I think I can see us doing it. A lot of people have big moments against the Hornets. So... I think we can do it. And the Hawks did make the Easter Conference Finals last year. Trey Young, as you mentioned, is ready for the big stage. But let me ask you about two other players that have been on the big stage and performing. KD and Kyrie are in the playoff tonight against the Cavs. Yeah. Do you think they'll get into the playoffs? And do you think that the Nets can make a run in the East? Well, similarly to March Madness, I will say, in a play-in type format, the best team doesn't always win. Mm. So there's always a possibility there, but Kyrie and KD are going to get it done. Kyrie is going to have a crazy game. I can already feel it. Um, They're going to get it done. KD is not afraid of any pressure. He just goes out there and hoops. And so I think that the Nets are going to get it done for sure. A run, though, I'm not expecting a run. Mm. Um, I could see a first-round exit just because of the whole defense problem. But, I mean, like, they'll have a couple 150, 125 (laughs) games. The the whole defense problem. (laughs) The whole defending the other team. Defending the other team part is not their strength. But, you know, They'll score a lot of points, but we'll score a lot of points, too. Yeah, yeah, but I think that they're going to get past this. You do make a good point because the the play-in tournament is sort of like the NFL playoffs or like March Madness. Like, the best team doesn't always win. In a seven-game series, you see the best team win often and this evening I would say that the Timberwolves are a better team than the Clippers yeah that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win who do you expect to win in the Western Conference playing so I expect a big game from Cat I love Cat I think that we don't talk about him nearly enough um so I hope he gets more accolades in the future and like you said I think that this is his opportunity to like cement himself mm-hmm. as like look I'm a star in the league like hey talk about me like hey look at me um and so I really think that the Timberwolves are going to do it I think they've outplayed expectations so I, I don't I don't know about the Clippers. I, the Clippers are really good, and I've enjoyed watching them, but Timberwolves are going to take it, I feel like. Mariah, before we let you get out of here, and thank you for joining us, we hope that you can be a special correspondent for the program moving forward. Nah, this job doesn't pay much. Zero. <laughs> no, zero dollars is the offer. Yes, zero dollars is the offer. <laughs> but but we love to have you on the show. But I have to ask you, as the NBA season has ended, yeah. what is something that stood out to you from the season that was like, Notable, like maybe it's a fashion choice, maybe a t- team plan, outs plan, expectations, a player that ascended. Like, yeah. what excited you the most about this NBA season? Generally, I can't even just pick on one thing just because this season was so incredible because we never knew what was going to happen next. Like, everybody was like blowing our expectations in different ways. And I just feel like this was because we had that whole stretch of just Cavs, Warriors, Cavs, Warriors, Cavs, Warriors. Mm-hmm. I feel like I genuinely don't know who's going to win the championship. I genuinely don't know who's going to win the play-in. I genuinely don't know what's going to happen. So I feel like that's the best part of this season. Um, they've kept us all on our toes. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be really different from past seasons. So I've been I've been enjoying every minute of it. You can catch Mariah on YouTube and with Buckets, the untitled basketball show. Thank you so much for joining us. Look forward to having you back soon. We'll be back soon right after this very short break.
Tomorrow night, two play-in games on ESPN. The Hornets travel to Atlanta to take on Trey Young and the Hawks at 7. And then after that, it is the Western Conference 9 and 10 seeds. Wow, wow, West. The Spurs take on the Pelicans at 9.30. And of course, Jalen Rose with a fresh cut and a suit yes, on NBA indeed. Countdown at 6.30, preceding all of the action. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. I want to thank Mariah Rose for coming through. You know, she covered the WNBA draft, and there's a story in the WNBA that we will not let rest, and that is Brittany Griner still being detained in Russia. And I saw the WNBA commissioner come out and vent some frustration over her still being detained. We at Jalen and Jacoby shared that disdain. 54 days is well way too long, and we're just sending prayers and well wishes to her and hope she has a safe and speedy recovery back to the United States. So, Jalen, I'm proud of you for getting your votes in for the regular season awards in the NBA. And I'm also proud of you that you didn't vote for Kate Cunningham a Rookie of the Year. You, you're a Detroiter through and through, but you didn't even vote your own guy as Rookie of the Year. I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to for sure. And, and as a matter of fact, I wanted to vote him for MVP. You know what I'm saying? Forget rookie of the year, by the way. KMVP. Maybe one day we will. Maybe one day we will. But in all honesty, like what the Cleveland Cavaliers did out of the gate, they were like Mike Tyson fighting Peter McNeely. They got straight out of it. They they hit the Eastern Conference. They were top three or four seed the entire year. He was an anchor for that. He's a big factor of that. His scoring, his shot blocking, his improved jump shooting. He, he the sky's the limit for his potential. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the same for, for for Burns and the Toronto Raptors. Like they're about to get a Sixers all that they, they can handle. And he's going to be a big reason. His de- defense, his physicality, his ability to finish around the hoop. Like both of those guys contributed so much to winning and outplaying expectations that I couldn't just vote my guy like I wanted to. But Kay had a great rookie year. So many other rookies played great. Look at Jalen Green at the end. So many. Yeah. This oh, is a terrific Jones, rookie class. But, Kaminga. Like, there's so many great rookies. This is a great class. But the thing I will say, Kay validated going number one. Well deserved. He did. He absolutely did. Now, Jalen, I was surprised by your biggest surprise of the NBA season. You said it was the Boston Celtics. It is because just think about it. As you as the January first came around, people were talking about could Brad Stevens come back and coach the team? Mm-hmm. Would he already let Ime Doka go, who he just hired at his first head coaching job? People were talking about breaking up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yeah, they were. You know what I'm saying? Marcus Smart is my defensive player of the year. They were the number two seed in the Eastern Conference. Number two seed in the Eastern and Conference. And before Robert Williams got hurt, the day he got injured, they woke up as the number one seed in the Eastern Conference that day. If you would have told me they were going to finish ahead of the Bucks, finish ahead of the Sixers, finish way ahead of the Nets, I would have been surprised by that. My biggest surprise was the Memphis Grizzlies and just how they performed mm. without Ooh. John Morant and Dylan Brooks. Without Dylan Brooks for the majority of the season, without John Morant, they played 25 games and they were 20-5 and five wow. without their superstar wow. player. Wow. That, to me, was the biggest surprise of the season, but there are still going to be some surprises, maybe even this evening as we watch the playing games and we'll be back tomorrow ESPN 2 at 4 p.m. to talk about them. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast audience. And we always get some extended time with our guests. Mm -hmm. Today we're joined by superstar. Yes. (laughs) Social media savant. Yes. Dynastic sports <laughs> media talent, Mariah Rose. Ladies. Wow, Absolutely. I was like, "Are you even talking about me anymore?" <laughs> and, 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 and it's no accident to see Mariah doing so very well in multimedia. She used to do something called Mariah Monday. Oh God, on YouTube, like ten years ago. You remember those? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're gone. So if you want to, <laughs> they're gone and deleted and off the face. <laughs> People always You're say, practicing. people always say, like, how do I get in the game? Like, how do I start out? I want to do what you do. And what I always yeah. tell them is there's no barriers of entry into sports media like there used to be. You don't have to be Eddie yeah. and you have to have a phone. If you have a phone, you can be in sports media. And I think that Mariah Mondays and what you have done yeah. is a good example of like just get your reps in. Yeah. And the more reps you get, the better you get. Yeah. My I told my brother at the beginning of quarantine. I was like, I'm gonna get famous on TikTok, and he's like, What is TikTok? And I'm like, Just, <laughs> just, just trust the process. And so I'm like in my room making TikToks all day, and they're like, Oh, Mariah keeps taking videos of herself. And then <laughs> I run down the stairs one day, and I'm like, Oh my God, one of my videos went viral, and it's a video of my sister, not even a video of me. <laughs> shout out to Gracie, shout out to D, yeah. shout out to G Money. <laughs> so then I kept going, and then eventually. It just happened. But yeah, the, your videos do not have to be good or perfect. They just have to be out there. Exactly. Well, you earned it. You deserve it. Let's talk about Georgia for a second. Yeah. They played really good in football this year. Did they? Did they? Did they? They did all right. They played really good. They, they beat Michigan. <laughs> they beat Michigan, and then they <laughs> lost to Bama. I mean, come on. We're, we're, we weren't all too surprised about the Michigan one. <laughs> I was nervous. I'm not going to lie. But Bama, <laughs> that was scary. That was mm-hmm. scary. Lost them the first time. Beat him the second time. I was living in fear. The national championship was not fun for me. I'm the whole game. I'm like, they're gonna blow it. They're gonna blow it. They're gonna blow it. <laughs> you know, I want to know what was it like? You were on campus for the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the vibe? Like, would tell me everything oh about that day in yeah. Athens, Georgia. I'll never forget it. So it was like. I think because of the whole SEC championship losing to Alabama when we shouldn't have thing, people were a little more nervous than we should have been. Because, first of all, going throughout the season, I was never nervous for a game ever. If anything, I was bored. I was like, oh, my God, (laughs) we kill everybody. Like, let's leave in the third quarter. It's so boring. Like, whatever. And so then we get to the Alabama game, and it's like, whoa, things changed. And so the national championship was like, I mean, people were in the streets. Like, you couldn't really walk anywhere. And it was, like, freezing. And it it was crazy. Like, I've never seen so many people in Athens like like people were literally dancing on top of porta potties for like the construction and falling through like it was crazy those were white people yeah white yeah, people yeah, 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 yeah. That's I mean that's the thing yeah, about Athens cultural. Georgia yeah, yeah, yeah. that's thing about Athens Georgia lots and lots of white people so it, was, it was wild I mean most of the black people were either at the game or in the game and so it was like <laughs> and then there was like me <laughs> so you were covering the WNBA NBA draft last night. Congratulations. Sir, thank you. Tell me about 
seeing Lisa Leslie. Oh my God. Like it was so crazy because my coworker, shout out to Jordan, was like got to interview her. And I'm just like walking in, you know, and I'm like, that's Lisa Leslie. And she's in this amazing like green tracksuit, like just looking like a goddess. And I'm like, just commanding the attention of everywhere she goes. And I'm like, you are like, I'm rubbing elbows with Lisa Leslie. Like, there's nothing like that. And I've and I've seen lots of NBA players in person, but like there was nothing like seeing Lisa Leslie. Wow. Like, there's a, there's a real conversation to be had about the GOAT female basketball player. Mm-hmm. Because She's there's a lot it. of yeah. names that come up. I mean, I'm going to miss some. Every time we make a list on Jalen Jacoby, we miss some. But like yeah. Cheryl Miller, Diana Taurasi, yeah. Sue Bird, Candace Parker, Lisa yeah. Leslie. Like, with that, that GOAT thing in the NBA is kind of filtered down to yeah. Michael Jordan. But the WNBA, it's still up for debate. Yeah, you? it's crazy. I love DT. Love Sue, Sue Bird. But I love DT. Like, she just like, oh, just as me, a general, yeah, just yeah. as a general, like, I just love her. And yeah, she's she hilarious. Yeah, she is. And yeah, I, I love DT, so. So, Mariah, what's next in fashion? You know, I call oh myself, like, trying to do different things. I think I'm doing something when I wear my little turtleneck or I wear my little <laughs> live flower or like, what's next? Like, what are, what are people rocking? Oh, God. So I think that but basically what I've noticed from, you know, the WNBA draft and just like covering NBA fashion and stuff like that, I think we're moving back into color, which like, mm. sorry, Kanye, mm. but moving back into color. Um, but yeah, we're still in sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just still yeah. the vibe. Everybody's. But I think that Aggie. what I've yeah loved about fashion is that we're moving so much more casual because I enjoy that. Um, but I think we're going to stick to the the sweatsuits and the casual thing, but colors, lots of colors, lots of chains, mm-hmm. lots of jewelry, mm-hmm. just more loud, but still in sweatpants. That's why I think it's going. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my question for you is about sort of coming up, right? Yeah. You know, you're talking about doing your own thing, and now you're working with Buckets. Yeah. Like, how did, how did, did they reach out to you? Do you reach out to them? Like, what advice do you have for someone who, who and people ask me all the time, how do I get into sports? Yeah. What advice would you people have? People ask me that all the time, too. It's my first time answering it. But I think, like, like I said, I told my brother over COVID, like, I'm going to get TikTok famous. And then um, it happened, and it was, like, so crazy, because it was just, like, it's overnight with TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just kept doing it. Like I just was talking about literally anything and everything that interests me, mainly Steph Curry. And then I just kept going and I was like consistent. And then next thing you know, like I'm at school supposed to be doing my homework and I'm Your checking. Dad's right there. Straight yeah. A student. Yeah. Straight A student. I got good grades, so it doesn't matter. Okay, good. But I'm, away with a lot if you get good grades. Graduating yeah. May 13th. Yeah, I, I Usually I'm not in my um, Instagram DM requests. Well, check your Instagram DM, DM requests because um, I had a message from a verified account and it's like buckets. And I'm like, buckets? And I, I read it and they're like, hey, like we would love to do some content with you, like whatever, whatever. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. And then I realized the message was from months ago. So I'm freaking out. <laughs> and I reply back and I'm like, I'm so sorry. It was in my request. Like I've never checked these, like whatever, whatever. And then like we just hopped on a call and then we started working together and I did like five content pieces for them or whatever. And then we just like built a relationship from there. And it like it's so much fun working for them. And it's like on social media, you get so much creative control, which I love. Mm. Um, but yeah, like the how I came up, it's just so crazy because TikTok is like the world is your oyster with TikTok. Mm. Like literally like the way the algorithm works is like anybody can post and anybody can go viral at any time. So it's like if you're not on TikTok and you want to get into sports, get on TikTok. Like there's such a sports community on TikTok, especially in the NBA. So I just like tapped into that and like. It's working for me so far. 
What about this trend that you pointed out? It was really smart. You made me think twice about it, about bigs in the WNBA yeah. and the NBA. Yeah. Just being so very versatile as yeah. we have three bigs in the NBA, basically favorites for MVP. Well, I think that, first of all, basketball is not, I'm not going to say positionless, but the lines are getting blurred there. Um, and then I also think, like, the day of, like, the Shaq big is, like, they're elevating. Like, mm-hmm. they they can do things that Steph Curry can do at six foot and things that – and if you're seven foot doing those things, it's like, who's stopping you? That's why I love Giannis so much because I'm like, when you're Giannis and you're big, tall, strong, you worked on your free throws, like, you're making jump shots, like, you're doing all this stuff, it's like, who's stopping that guy? Nobody. So I think that, like – we're moving more towards in that direction. Um, and that whole Steph Curry changed the game, obviously. But, like, I think that the way he changed it is, like, evolving into something much bigger that we're going to see in the coming years. So it's going to be interesting. It's like um, people always say, um, you know, now little kids who aren't 6'5 think that they can be Steph Curry and whatever. <laughs> right. But you now kids it. who are seven foot also think that they can yep. be Steph Curry. <laughs> and that's terrifying. So I think that that's where we're moving more towards. So you mentioned Giannis, and I could legitimately make a case for – Five teams yeah. to win the Eastern Conference. I think the Bucks will eventually mm. come out of the Eastern Conference. Who do yeah. you see coming out of the Eastern Conference? Uh, I've been saying it for the longest. Nobody's beating the Bucks. Like, if you don't have a Giannis, you're not beating a Giannis. And when I found out that he was playing on, like, basically a broken leg or whatever last year. He was in the final. Yeah, and I'm like, people just don't do that anymore. Like, people are hurt. They're like, I'm right. sitting out. Like, sorry. Like, uh, this is my contract for next year. I'll see you in the finals next year. I'm not doing it. Giannis is not like that. He was playing in the All-Star game like it was Game 7. So I'm like... It's it's just if you don't have a Giannis, you're not. I forgot about that. He went hard in the offseason. Yes, he has so one hard. Speed. <laughs> yeah, he has one speed. Yes. And they asked him about it, and he's like, "I don't know how to not go hard." And I'm like, "I love this." Guy. I know how to not go hard. Right. Yeah, and he's so easy to root for. Like so easy to root for. Like I mean, to come from nothing from Greece and be selling things in the street and like be him now. And not only that, him and his two brothers are champions. Like That's I cool. love the Giannis story, and I, I like I'm rooting for him. What about the West, Ryan? I know how much you love Steph Curry. I know <sighs> how much you love the Warriors. He's gonna return. <sighs> Memphis, two seed, Phoenix, yeah. one seed. Who comes out of the West? Well, I will say if Steph Curry comes back and they do come out of the West, let alone win the championship, Steph Curry is we're gonna have to bump him up in his in the conversation of Ooh. the West. Straight up, like that's a because good point. it's like that's like a big barrier. So if they do barrier. win, yes, we're gonna have to have a much deeper conversation about Steph. That's but fair. I mean, as long as the Suns don't fold, it, they shouldn't lose. Like mm-hmm. they really shouldn't. They have a great team, top mm-hmm. to bottom. They have a great coach. Um, if if they would have to, it would have to be their fault. Mm-hmm. Like if nothing happens, like injuries, or if they don't fold, they're winning. Like mm-hmm. the whole thing. That, wow. Um, you know, I'm yeah. glad you brought up Monty Williams because do you remember in the finals last year when he was like. Everything you want is on the other side of hard. Yeah. And I was like, yo, like no one's ever said that sentence to me before. And I was like, ooh, Monty, I'm going to steal that one. Everything you want is on the other side of hard. And you know what? They didn't get it done last year, but it it does feel like if you were to say to me who's going to win the championship, it's Sun, 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 Sun. Yeah. Because, I mean, Devin Booker has a chip on his shoulder. I was talking to you about this. I don't really know where the disrespect is going from. I've never heard the Devin Booker disrespect, but he has apparently. And so he's like, (laughs) feels like he has something to prove. And so I feel like it's going to be really interesting. Did you see the clip of Devin Booker talking to a fan in the middle of a play? Yes. I was like, that was when when I saw that. When I saw that, I was like, that's my guy right there. Big big point I have to make about that, though, is stop 
filming players when they do stuff like that. Like, I feel like it's gonna like, it ruins like the vibe. Like, I feel mm. like if they're cussing somebody out in the audience and you film them and then you put it on Twitter and then now Bleacher Report's posting it and whatever, it's like, Okay, so Devin Booker's going to get fined, so he's never going to do that again. But how does that benefit us? Like, you know? Exactly. So and there's like, like the kid that was calling Westbrook, Westbrook. Yeah. His face, when he comes over and, he's, and he like doesn't say it to his face. That was, yeah. like, that was like, that was the the perfect video that epitomizes, that really like boils down that like yeah. fan-human-athlete relationship. Exactly. Because I mean, when you're at the games, and I've been going to like a lot of Hawks games this season. When you're at the games and you're looking, you're like, wow, Giannis really is right there. Like I could say whatever. I want to him right now. <laughs> right. But it's like, if he, if Giannis cusses me out, I'm going to hold that in my in myself, <laughs> in my mind, and I'm going to tell that story. But the video's not going anywhere. I don't want right. to get my guy fined. Like, right. it's like annoying to me. So, yeah, you have an interaction with a player. Stop filming it and posting it. If you want to film it, keep it. But stop posting it. Come on. Well, you have an open invite to join us, obviously. But before you get out of here, I got to ask you one question. Music. Okay. What are you listening to musically? Jersey Drake. Always. Really? Drake, 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 Drake. Drake, 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 Drake. Really? It's always so, going to be let Drake. Let me ask you a question. Where are these girls that breaks his heart all the time? Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, it seems like every song is about some girl that broke his heart. Having like, a baby like, with ASAP Rocky. That's where. Where are the names, dog? Like, like, he's, he's never dated, he's never claimed a girlfriend his entire career, but every song is about some girlfriend that broke his heart. I mean, he calls out Serena Williams by name, and I mean, having a baby with ASAP Rocky, that's where they are. So, I mean, the next album is probably going to be, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm proud of you. I love you. Congratulations. May 13th, she's graduated. Graduated. Up. She's graduated from college with honors. Got to give the people, people a diploma. Where can people <laughs> get more Mariah Rose? Oh, YouTube, Mariah's Entitled Basketball Show with Buckets. But follow Buckets and Sway on Instagram. Sway for fashion content, Buckets for basketball. You do that with my guy June, right? I, I do Sway. So most of my content is just myself. Um, Mariah's Entitled, I have guests come on all the time. But just me. Dope. Lots of talking. <laughs> Appreciate you. We will be back to talk about the playing games this evening, tomorrow. Why is that, Jalen? We're not Rose. done. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the people.